Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought. This is episode number 11. <laughs> I forgot it was going to me. Yeah, so in this episode, we start things off. Ricks went for a little jog the other day for the first time in two months, so he's going to tell us a little about that. I'm also going to share a story from a few years ago that's really funny when Ricks and I were working out. We also talk about old-time movies and television shows, black and white versus color. And then we, of course, transition into... Oh, why not talk about family a little bit more? We've been on this binge for like three weeks now. So we end up talking about my, my trip. My cousin graduated from uh, down south, southern Illinois. End up visiting him, talking about family dynamics. A little bit of corruption in there, too, with the local school system. Ooh, I corruption. Spicy. Embezzlement. And then we wrap up by just talking, I guess, a little bit about the book that I've been working on. Yeah. And some of the fun stories of... Chaos in Rick's life. Yep. So with that, episode number 11, Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. Um, but yeah, it was really solid. Well, because this is the first time that I ended up running in like two months. I've really? Been su- I've been such a bad person. How, long did, how many miles did you run? I did my typical three and a half. But... It sucked because my pace went down from... I'd gotten down to, like, 7.50 a mile, and... That's pretty That's pretty decent. Oh, yeah, no, I was very happy with where it was at, but then I ended up running today. I mean, or yesterday, and it was a little more humid, so... But I, I still... <laughs> I, my pace was, like, 10, do you 10 know what 20. I'm, do you know it what I'm laughing awful. about right now? What? You said... Okay, the, the trigger word was humid. Okay. Do you know what I'm thinking, do you know what I'm thinking about right now? No, that time a few years ago when we went running around Lake Allen, oh. and I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and you had one of those like drawstring bags that you put on your back, and you just like filled it with a shit ton of rocks. Yeah, and I was like, no, "Uh, no, no. I don't know if that's such a good idea." It's like ninety-five degrees outside, and we do maybe insert technical difficulties here. <laughs> All right, now. I guess now it's recording. Um. For our regular, regular well, schedule sound time, issue of the day. It's not a stream of thought episode unless we, unless we have some technical unless we have some technical, technical difficulties. Because what happened was the last time that like message popped up. Yeah, it was like a it was a different message. It popped up and the uh, ticker stopped, but everything was still being recorded, even yes. though visual, even though on the computer it didn't look it like didn't it was being recorded. It, it looked like it stopped this time. So did it just? Did I was able to, was I able to get my story out about the rocks and you falling over? I mean, more more or less. I think. Okay, we, recap we covered, real quick. It was really hot races. outside one time, and Rick started to throw a bunch of rocks in his backpack, and we started running. I told him not to. He did it anyway, and about less than 10 minutes later he collapsed because it was too heavy okay, let's, and let's rephrase your, your caution it was are you sure you want to do this it wasn't like you shouldn't do this or like this is unwise I mean <laughs> I wouldn't have listened to you anyway but needless to say I think that you were you were as much anticipating yeah <laughs> yeah <gasps> Defeat. Of course you'd get it. Right right after It's not a smooth thought episode no, unless there's technical difficulties. Victor picks is up his phone and starts on his Snapchat. Phone, gets a text message or Well no, it's it's always the text message that's the precursor. Well I don't know why then you, you then you start going into your Facebook and Snapchat and Yeah, hang on. Of course. Well we have all the time in the world. I was just caught off guard by that one. 
hang on. Putting it onto vibrate. Oh, it is. I already did it without even thinking about it. Good for for you. I'm responsible. Um, Yeah. No, I mean, I I wasn't the smartest person when it came to working out back then. (laughs) I do remember in high school, though, you would always just tear it up at the gym. You would, uh, when you do, like, the incline bench or even the bench, and you would, at the peak coming up, you would hear the, the, uh, tiny little space between the bar and the plate yeah. hit because you'd push it up and yeah. then the plate would be going up and then it would stop and it made that that little clink yeah. yes but it, that sound that um, it just makes you sound like you're doing a bunch of work oh man I, I hustled at the gym I, okay can Dude, I I hustled at the gym real yeah go ahead I, mean, I want to tell my story about the gym not really a story but just my day go ahead <laughs> not really a story just my day <laughs> yeah well, okay, so I don't know if this is super superstition or anything like that, but I, so I, I was diagnosed, well, I don't know if I was diagnosed because it was like my dad's family physician maybe like five years ago or something like that, okay. said that I had scoliosis. And as a kid, I don't remember having, before I had muscles, I don't remember having scoliosis. It was only, like, it, I don't know. There's I, two I, different types, like, I like think. Be, when I started getting my chest muscles, my spine shifted as well. Like, to, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I'm, I don't really know There's the type if that's that, like, medically possible, but it feels like overlifting caused my spine to misalign. You can have, like, I think there's two different types or something. I don't know either. I'm not a doctor, so maybe I'm just talking shit. I don't know. Well, you know what his advice was for my scoliosis? Don't gain weight. Oh, really? <laughs> that was, was well, like, I know someone that's got MS, and there's, like, two different types. There's a type that's, like, really screws you up physically, and yeah. then there's, like, one that's... it's it screws you up with other stuff like yeah because your like, health isn't as good sometimes your vision might be it messes up with other parts of your body yeah. whereas the other type is more focused on like your spine and how you walk and other stuff but, i don't know but i mean i'm still in fine condition i'm it's no just, scientist it's just, so I'm, <laughs> you're still in fine yeah fine that's kind of so i don't know i mean I, I take it for a grain of salt but at the same time it's like did i did did lifting too much when i was younger especially upper body strength really screw up my way my body is what are you doing or did it help you i don't know what am i doing i'm looking at the tiny tiny, it's like you're grooming yourself tiny split ends on my hair is what i'm doing um go to a spa no No, you don't need a spa (laughs) go to the salon (laughs) i'm sorry a salon um yeah i was oh yeah so tell us about your day oh my day the other day dude i hit it (laughs) so hard at the gym i'm so proud of myself so I was there for like an hour and a half, and I just tore it up, dude. What did you do? I I did back and biceps, but dude, when I was there, dude, it was the only two muscles I did. But when I was there, yeah, man, I, I looked at your arms. You got some, you I, got some muscle. That's man. what Kyle said the, the other week, and um, you're so unassuming, though. It's like that's what Kyle think- said the other week, and I was like, no, whatever, because I can't see. And then I like caught myself in the mirror one. T- I just realized I sound like such a douchebag right now talking about this. But I caught myself yeah, in the mirror one yeah. time, and I was like, damn, like, he's right. And um, when I'm at the gym, and I just, like, work through the, uh, just, like, the pain, yeah, I just don't even, absolutely. like, acknowledge it. It's in there, and I just tear it up. And so when you're at the gym, you don't realize how much work you're doing, yeah. like, how much exhaust, how exhausted your body's going to be. So what happens is later that day, this was two days ago, so on, no, this was yesterday, uh, so what happens is I'm there for like an hour and a half. I get home, I shower, I eat, and about an hour and a half later, I was going to go downtown 
to catch an uh, why well, to go meet with my scene partner and I was going to catch an improv show. I never ended up doing it. Mm. Um, but like I just felt so exhausted afterwards. It like caught yeah. up with me. And I'm like lying in bed and like I just can't feel my like my arms and it felt really great. I'm not as sore as I thought I was going to be today, but I went to bed last night maybe like around midnight. Yeah. And if I'm well rested during the day and I go to bed at midnight, I'll generally wake up around six forty-five, seven o'clock. Maybe I'll get out of bed at eight a.m. Yeah. Like stayed in bed till like ten. Like oh yeah, it's just a. Now did you wake up over the course of the night just like in pain? No, because that I don't happens think so. to me all the time. I don't think so. Where it's just like the muscles. But I've noticed also, like, I have all these (coughs) different um, veins popping out that I didn't... Yeah. Sorry. I just just imagine what it would be like right now to be a listener, and I just feel like I sound so pompous and into myself. So, I I worked out really hard, and I'm proud of myself. Yeah. There. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Do you use protein? Yeah, absolutely, for sure. I really need to get back into because it's like I just there's so much pain when it comes to getting back into working out and then and then of course it helps when, if you're going to consistently be working out it'll supplement you know obviously yeah your, your I feel recovery. I don't feel pain I'm a little bit sore but yeah when you first get into it you like can't move because it's body. been I have two months since I've run and I I'm feeling the 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 pain the it's not quite to the the day and a half pain where it really gets like yeah. Uh, but it feels great though when you run. You can if you run in the morning for like three or five miles or whatever. At night you get such great sleep. You sleep like a baby, dude. Yeah, I mean, and and I feel I just feel like I'm taller. I feel like I'm you know, more you feel like, more vigor. Vigor, yeah. yes. You I have more. You're more vigorous. Vigorous life, and that's part of because I've been in. Like, you have this. Sour you have this moment of this. Weeks. Like this is what you do. You're done running, you take a shower or whatever, you eat, maybe later on. Like, after you're done running, from the point that you're done running through the rest of the day, you have that moment of this, like, <sighs> yeah. you know, you yeah. breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, and you just kind of lift up your arms like, all right, let's, what am I going to conquer at this moment? Exactly. I love yes. that. Yes. Conquer. That is the exact verb that I was thinking as well. But, I mean, I was thinking, I've been getting in, like, a sour mood for the past couple of weeks, and I'm like, well, I mean, it probably has something to do with it. I stopped working out, because yeah. I was really digging life uh, until I got sick and, and all that shit. Yeah, um, you gotta... I'm just getting back into it. And then, I, I mean, I hadn't really worked out a couple of weeks prior to, to that as well, so I was, I was on the decline, and it's just like, yeah, I think that my mood definitely gets, it, like, my, my satisfaction oh, yeah. with myself and the world has to do with you have to exercise yeah for me it's like i get all my anger and frustration out that's when i go that's when you don't talk go to the gym yeah like and listen to uh disturbed disturbed covers of phil collins what was that song <laughs> what uh they did it was like from land uh, of confusion yes yes yeah. yeah i didn't know there was a phil collins song until like a couple years after that song came out Same here. in high school such a good song though. The the cover was so good from for Disturbed. One of one of my favorites. That's the only time I listen to music is when I work out. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Or I'm podcast, in the car with podcasting you. real hard. Yeah, yeah, listening to man band or whatever. <laughs> your your boy. So bands. what happens is I have a summer mix in my car as I'm trying to get the hair out of my mouth. Um <laughs> You're so California. And, <laughs> not even funny. So we're listening to music in my car, 
And Rex is going, what is this? Because <laughs> um, what happened was, I have that song, Kissing Strangers by DNCE. So what is it? And then another song came on, and then another song came on, and he's like, oh, you and your boy bands. And I said, it's not a boy band. Pause. I mean, it's a band with guys in it, and you just start losing it. But it was Foster the People. They're not a boy. They're like they're like a few years older than us. They're like in their 30s. Okay. I mean, we're still... It was a pop song. We're still in category of boys. I guess you could call it a pop song. I don't, can't remember what it was. It's off their latest EP, which is only three tracks, which... I don't know. I feel like EP should be at least five tracks. But speaking that's another of, story speaking altogether. Of boys, they're coming out with the Bad Boys... Three? Three. Are they really? Is yeah. it with Will Smith? They said it's like 15 years since the last one. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll shit. be with... It, yeah. It'll... I think it's with the... Like 2002, 2003 is when Bad Boys 2 came out. Yeah. Damn. They're, do, they're doing a bunch of uh, sequels that have been sort of... Well, you have uh, uh, Universal Studios, I think, is trying to do the dark, their Dark Universe, where they're bringing back The Mummy, Bride of Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Invisible Man. Like, all these shows from the black and white era. Of, oh, like, okay. When those movies started. That'd be cool. Those horror movies started to pop up. Uh, but the first one was The Mummy that came out with Tom Cruise, and that was a bust. Really? For many reasons. It, a lot of people were saying it was because Tom Cruise got too involved with the the production of it. Yeah, that was... a. Uh... When Brendan Fraser did it, that was pretty solid. Those are, I like those movies a lot. I like the first one a lot. The second and third one, I was like, eh, whatever. Like most trilogies, second or third aren't kind of yeah. as good. I, I remember more... Okay, so the horror movies and like pseudo horror, like comedy horror movies that I remember from that era were like The Blob. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen The Blob? No. Uh, the Birds? I know what it is. Oh, from the 60s you're talking about? I'm talking about from yeah I guess I guess the blob was color yeah the birds the birds or the burbs the, the bird the it's the Alfred Hitchcock yeah yeah the yeah. birds I thought yeah. you were, for a second I thought you meant burbs which is Tom, like a one. it's like a comedy with Tom Hanks from like the early eighties I remember like Ab- weirdo next door Ab- Ab- Cost- I saw I remember a lot of Abbott and Costellos oh really they would, they would parody some of the but yeah the birds that's that one's great that yeah. one is really great the uh, I remember the one thing from that movie that was super controversial at the time was when they show a glimpse of the guy sitting in the chair with his eyes pecked out. Oh, yeah. It's like for a second you see it, and that, like, you don't show that type of... This is the 60s. You don't show that type of stuff in our movies. And he would do that type of crap. (laughs) Back when that was the risque thing for horror Mm -hmm. movies to do. That's so crazy to think about nowadays. It's so crazy that back in the day, also, mom and dad would sleep in separate beds because they don't want to put two people in the same bed on television. Oh, yeah, that's right. But I do remember watching, I would watch I Love Lucy and Laverne and Shirley and Happy Days and WKRP in Cincinnati, Taxi, um, Zorro. You know one of the shows that I watched that didn't age well with time? Diagnosis Murder with Dick Van Dyke. I I never watched that. It was was one of those, it was one of those, like, low-budget NCIS type shows. Diagnosis Murder. What, what? decade was that in oh that was when i was growing up no that was was 90s 90s. diagnosis murder i do not recall pax i totally remember what was that channel 38 was that channel 38 38. yeah Yeah. touched by an angel 
Did they... No, Seventh Heaven was like an ABC, wasn't it? Yeah, Seventh Heaven. But then they... I, yeah, that was ABC. PAX TV. PAX oh TV, my man. gosh, I totally remember PAX. Yep. That's so funny. They had another show. Some of those shows, though, like I watched... When I would watch I Love Lucy, I, a few of those episodes, they aired in color. And I watched it one time. Yeah, I was like, this is disgusting. This is so weird. This is disgusting. I do yeah. not want to watch this in color. Like, yeah. I need to have it in black and white. Yeah. Oh, Monsters. They did what they did that with yes, the Monsters, too. That's right. It's black and white, and the few it's episodes like, so aired in color. Those type of shows, so it's much so weird to see in color. Yeah. Do you remember, um, uh, did you ever watch, what's that show, or what's that, t- what's that movie? They've made it probably ten different times by now. Oh, The Time Machine. The last remake was what in the two thousands? It's like I, it was with like it was uh, no, it was like two thousand two or two thousand one, I think. With uh, <coughs> shit, what's his name? Guy Pierce, I think Guy Pierce was in it. I never saw that. Um, but I guess there's one from like the sixties. We watched it in in science class one yeah. time in high school. I think it was like super weird. Well. Like yeah. bushes were blue, grass was yellow, and the sky was purple, and some weird shit like that. The Wizard of Oz, man. That was a film. Pay no attention to, to the, the man, man behind, behind the, the curtain. curtain. You wonder if, if kid generations younger than us have watched these movies. Oh, hell no. They're too you busy watching cats and shit on YouTube. Really? What's the purpose you know what of, for, for a lot of these people that have endless supply of like current media to go back and watch some of the original classics? I will never uh, let my kid... Like, watch YouTube videos while we're grocery shopping or something like that. Oh, yeah. No. You, gotta, uh, you know be, what I'm you gotta be present in the moment. Yeah. But will we really have a choice? I mean, they may be implanted with screens in their eyeballs at that point in time. I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. A lot of... See, but... And that's the thing, though, is that I'm not a huge classic movie person. I'm not going to go back and watch... These movies on a regular Love basis, right? Movies. I, enjoy I once. Them for I remember one time I watched, or I think I hooked up our VCR because I wanted to watch an old VHS uh, Disney movie or something like that yeah. on VHS or whatever. It's like I'm a couple of minutes in, I'm like, "Yep, this sucks." Like because I've been I've been so accustomed to the way that all the digital stuff is now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm totally cool not watching this on VHS. <laughs> That's the thing, man. I mean, there's well, and VHS degrades over time too. So I guess you're right. Obviously, yeah. over the course of time, it's going to become. And they're they're doing projects and stuff to try and restore VHS tapes of home home videos because it just the film deteriorates. But what I love watching and that they have on YouTube are some of the first superhero TV shows. They do Shazam and Captain Captain Marvel. I don't think it was Captain America, but they had Spider Man. They had a bunch of these back in the fifties and sixties. It was goofy as hell, man. Yeah, goofy. Do as you hell. remember Captain Planet? Did you ever watch Captain Planet growing up? Oh man, not religiously, but I knew of Captain. This is what I remember being a kid watching these awesome kick-ass TV shows like Captain Planet and Power Rangers. Man. Power Rangers. When I was a kid, and I remember, there was like a show I think called Fudge, some kid with the nickname Fudge, I want to say. Um, Life with Louie. And Life with Louie and Bobby's World. I never saw Bobby's um, World. So I remember these shows being on television, and by some miracle, I would turn on the TV and happen to be 
pick the right channel, and it was on. But I there was no. I remember being a kid. I never knew like how I could catch a television show like date time channel. Yeah, like this, it was like out of my control. I didn't know how this happened, and I would be dying for to watch a TV program, but I would never know when it was on. Because when you're a kid, who you don't it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. Saturday morning cartoons, man. That's that's where it was. From. My parents didn't let me watch TV a lot, so it was really? like Saturday morning cartoons. I only knew when X-Men Batman was on. Oh man, I, yeah, I remember the old Batman. Yeah, but I, I was a huge X Men fan. Batman. I wasn't too much X Men. I was really into Batman. Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, don't really recall a whole lot of that. I watched cartoons, but yeah, I didn't. I mean, it was really the only time that I would ever watch TV. I, Saturday morning. Saturday morning, and not even. I mean, the X Men were sort of the most, and that's because I was reading. Oh yeah, yeah. If I was an X Men, I would definitely want to be the guy that could throw cards. Dude, Gambit was yeah. was my dude back yeah. then. I love that idea. How many X-Men movies are there now? Ten? I think there's, yeah, about ten. Because you had the first trilogy. Now, are you counting the Wolverine movies or just I the X-Men know. movies? I don't know. Because if you throw me. in Wolverine movies, then it's, then I think it's like So what happened with X-Men? They made them, and then it was like Star Wars, and then the... Uh, they made three more, but this is like the prequels to that, like when they're teenagers or what's so going on? So it's a super complicated way that it's, that the storyline has ended up playing out because you have, uh, uh, oh crap, who's Charles Xavier? It's Sir Patrick Stewart. Yes. Uh, and then Ian, Ian... Mc, Mc, Mc something. McClellan. Yes. Ian McClellan? He's the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hate myself when I have his name wrong. No, I love here, him. I love let me him pick up my actor. phone and Google it, and then shortly thereafter get distracted by something else. But I'll continue my story while you're... I think it's McClellan, yeah, because... Uh, go ahead. So, they had, the first, they had the first trilogy of X-Men featuring all of those characters. Right. Then there was a maybe a five-year hiatus, I guess. And they decided to reboot... The Ian book. McKellen. McKellen, okay. I'm so sorry, Ian McKellen. Sir but, Ian McKellen. Yes, yeah, Sir Ian McKellen and Sir Patrick Stewart. What a what a great combo. C-H and C-V-E, which is something that they do in the UK. Okay, so anyway, back to put your phone away. All right, put let me just away. figure out what C-H is. No one Order cares. of the Companions of Honor... Honor spelled with the letter U. Well, yeah, it's English. I know. Of course they're going to spell it with U. And CBE, Most Excellent Order of the British Empire. All right, so I'm going to put my phone down. Oh, that's a cool metal-looking metal. Looking metal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, putting the phone down oh, now. Man, you're killing me. Okay. So they rebooted the series with uh, Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. She's Game of Thrones. She's a... Uh, uh, I just Sansa. She, she, she's Sansa. Oh, okay. She's Jean Grey now. And I know uh, Jennifer and Lawrence is... Is Mystique. Yeah. Yeah. And they have... John uh, McAvoy is Magneto. McAvoy is Magneto. And then... What's his face is Charles Xavier. Some guy. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy. And, and so they were having trouble because, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, everything is, com- everything is interconnected. And so all the characters are the same throughout. So what they did 
was they made they made the reboot movie, then they made the second installment of the reboot franchise that ended up going back in time to the first X-Men characters and made it alternate timelines. So basically that's how they solved their problem was the first series of X-Men movies was its own was its, its own, own linear thing. timeline. The new one was its own linear timeline and for that one movie they crossed over to explain that there's two linear timelines running parallel. So in so X-Men they can travel through time? They can't now. Okay, because they just made that shit up. Got yeah, it. Okay. Basically, to, it's, to, to solve their issues. Yeah, I think, I don't know what happened. With their so the characters. first one came out when we were like in seventh grade in like 2001. Because Hugh Jackman was a constant figure as Wolverine throughout both okay. the original and the reboot. So they had to they had to explain Hugh Jackman as Wolverine being in both, and they just said it'll be the same. All right. Same universe, just different timelines. I've only seen two of those, all those movies. Um, one time though, I'm, I think I've seen all the Harry Potters that confuses me so much. I don't care for any of them. I really just want to watch them. I just want to watch magic and, and no, I just want to (laughs) watch magic and Quidditch after the third movie. I was like, all right, I'm kind of over this. But one time, cause when those movies would come out, it was around Thanksgiving time and every year we'd go see them with my aunt and uncle and cousins in Albuquerque. And I remember one time sitting there, uh, and the movie's starting, and it's going through. I have no idea what's going on. And we're thinking to myself, like, which movie am I watching? Is this, like, number <laughs> five? Yeah. Or is this, oh, number seven, part one? Like, I don't... I, I'm so confused. I don't know what's going on. Well, they took a dark turn towards the latter part of the movies. Yeah, last, I don't care. The last three or four movies just Yeah, people really love that. I'm just like, whatever about Harry Potter. I just like the first three movies. When they're figuring their shit out, and like there's Quidditch and Alakazam or what Alakab whatever the hell. Azkaban. Azkaban. Alakazam. Alakazam, yeah. And the dragon that kills you with its eyes, but if you look through it through mirror glasses, you're like not dead or something Medusa like that. Or something. No, no, it's like in book number two. Oh yes, I know what you're talking about. Not well, but. See, I appreciate the fact that they're willing to take the time and energy to transform a book into this masterpiece. I, I, I look at it the same way as Game of Thrones, where you've taken, you've taken some good literature of a fantasy world that someone's created, and you've made that fantasy world something that you can engage with on the screen, that you can actually visualize, that you don't have to use your imagination. It's like, wow, that's so cool to me, when you can turn an idea into something on screen. Especially stuff that's way out there. I really want to see a remake of 2001 A Space Odyssey. That one's definitely due for a remake. That's totally due for a remake. I never saw the first one. The book, the first, it's fucking long, dude. I think maybe I did. So long. Uh, I remember watching it like, I just want this movie to be over because it's so freaking long. Um, And it wasn't as captivating as the book. Was that a book that you read in school? I read it in college. I had to read it for one of my classes in college. I read it like probably six times maybe. Okay. And each time you discover something new that you didn't figure out before and you're just like, wow, man, Arthur Clarke, what an author. This is such a great book. Like the first section of it, you pick up little things that you didn't pick up before and it's awesome. Yeah. It's so great. There's a reason why we're encouraged to read those sort of books is because they have such beautiful literary tools that they employ. But 
no one does that anymore. Did you did you ever read uh, when we were in school, uh, Slaughterhouse Five? We read that, and you know, I was I was kind of bad when it came to actually reading the required assignments. I, I a lot of times I wouldn't. I, I did read the Catch from the Rye. That's one of the few. Yeah, Catch and, from the um, Rye. Oh man, the Great Gatsby. I do remember reading. Oh, that. I never had to that read was, that. That was a good book. It was a weird book. Very weird. Um, did you see the movie no. with Leo? No. Movie I solid. Didn't really have a desire to see it. Movie's awesome, dude. Really, I'll see any movie with Leo for sure. See, I'm not a huge Leo fan. Hmm, some people like good movies, some people don't. <laughs> <laughs> like The Revenant? I did see The Revenant. Oh, did you? That was the craziest shit. Yeah, that, that was. That was that, like, that's what one of his Oscars did, not it? Yes, finally. The, yeah. yeah, after like 20 that was, years. That was one of those ongoing he got jokes first, that people had. He was first nominated for an Oscar in his supporting role in What's Eating Gilbert Grape in like 1993. I think he was like 19 or 20. He was 19. And then he got nominated for... Titanic, Aviator, uh, and a few other... Oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, that's right. Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. I think it was those three. He's such a dynamic actor. He's great. He's a great actor. Yeah. There are a couple actors that I've been falling, falling in like with. <coughs> <laughs> you all right Yeah, there? I just... That was a mild choke on water. Inevitable. So, we'll... Just tickled my throat a little bit. Since we didn't get a chance to recap, <laughs> for whatever reason, we didn't talk about my family gathering yeah. from this okay from past Manhattan Saturday down down Southern Illinois Manhattan. My cousin was graduating high school, and they were having a graduation party. So he had he had he had his girlfriend so time, there. Time Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. Place Manhattan Illinois. Yep, down by New Lenox. If that's yes, if that gives any sort of geographical so attention. take it that away place is getting developed man Dude, i, 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 I remember i remember back 10 years ago they they've been living there for over 10 years and when we were driving down those roads it was all farm roads it was like dirt roads it was um, single single room schoolhouse sort of on the corner if it falls now it's just if it falls it 25 miles it falls more than 25 to 30 miles outside of the epicenter of chicago Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Such an elitist. The suburbs of Chicago are... Glen Allen miles. is 20 miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bitch. Okay, so you're in New... Le- you're Manhattan, Illinois. I'm just painting the Which, picture. by the way, just sounds like a middle of nowhere um, place in Illinois. Uh, sorry. That's, that's nice. me just starting to just shit on places, places that are outside that of the Chicagoland area. Yeah. You gotta come somewhere, uh, man. Like, they got horses next door and stuff like that. Anyway, it's a, it's a pretty large property. All right, cool. So, so anyway. horses, single classroom <laughs> schools, and anymore, uh, they it's just totally got McDonald's. Developed. Okay, it's totally go. Developed. They built a new school, which actually had to shut down because there was some sort of financial corruption. There was embezzlement from, from oh, somebody on the board. Dude, of you gotta love that and shit so in a small town. They shut this brand new multi-million dollar school, nicest school I've seen, second to Glenbird West. Had to shut down. Totally abandoned now. Really? It it was the size of a college campus. Like, Nicer than New York. Yes. Wow. Brand new everything. Black marble. Like, it was gore. It's a gorgeous yeah. school. I'm like, wow, this is how a school should be done. And it's an, it's abandoned now. They had to ship all It's the, abandoned? Yeah. They had to ship all the kids. Shut down. They're going to probably demo it. Wow. Multi-million dollar school. Just built within the past half decade. Because... 
because huge of financial improprieties going on. Because of things that actually happened, or because of like hearsay, and they're just sh- they're just having no. To put this things was on a pause. huge legal thing. That I mean, there were there were probably millions of dollars embezzled. Wow! Yeah. But it's a school. Yeah. Public trust. No one was paying attention. Man, small town. Love it. Small town. You know people like oh, you trust people. Yeah. People can get away with murder, and then when it's uncovered. Especially when you have the growth that you did. Do me a favor. Keep track of this and keep me updated. I think it's fine. I find it so fascinating because it's in a, such a small place. Well, my, my Like, co- say that something happened in Chicago. Yeah, what else is new? You know? Yeah, like, and, and okay. it'd be, I mean, I'm sure it'd be news, but it wouldn't happen because you have protocols and stuff in place. You have these rural towns that don't have the need for government regulation. Because there wasn't anything that happened in previous history to... Exactly. Bring about and that. And there was never that sort of money that had influxed into the village. Where did they get all well. this money come from? They're just saving Taxes, it up. Taxes, man. Taxes. So yeah, just I mean, crazy shit like that can happen in a small town if you don't have those regulations set up in place. So anyway, my my cousin then spent his first three years through junior year at that school. They shut down. He had to go to a new school and graduate. From a different high school. How many years was that school operating? Like five. Okay. So I think there was only like one or two graduating classes. And then that. they split up into like four or five different schools? So I think three different school districts. They shipped them, shipped them to three wow. different school districts. That I think were already straining when it came to the number of kids. So it was just an influx. And this place had space. There were no trailers, no nothing. I mean, it had adequate space for all the students. But um, So he had to graduate. He had to basically... You know, more or less make new friends, do all this other stuff for his for his senior year of high school. How shitty is that? Yeah, it blows. But he had a chance. The the students that were sent from that school had had the chance to wear the tassel of their of the school that oh, they had okay. the first three years that they wanted to. He chose to do that. Um, you know, he does marching band and all this this sort of good stuff. And of course, uh, relatives end up coming there. And the reason why I brought this up. Was that, you know, these sort of family gatherings are always weird because on my uncle's side, it tends to be a little more conservative. Is this still your father's side of the family? No, this is my mother's side. Okay. This is, this is the extent of my family. Got it. Okay. Got a grasp understanding of your father's side. Now this is your mother's side. is large. It's vast. (laughs) It's, it's dozens and dozens of relatives. My mom's side, it's my uncle, my aunt, and their two kids. Okay. That's my mom's side. Very Uncle, aunt. And, and two cousins. Oh, so you're saying Uncle Anne is if the the two married, not like your mom, your uncle, the yeah, brother, no, no, and yeah, then yeah, the yeah, aunt yeah. is the sister. It's, it's the wife. Correct. It's okay, the wife. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So, and there's two yeah. kids. Okay, two so kids. super so, tiny. That very small, but uh, they have you know obviously friends and, and other relatives that are kind of blend a little in. more distant, oh, you know, okay. but still keep in touch, kind of thing, and come yeah. to come to the major okay. graduations and things like that, and. Uh, yeah, so it tends to range, and I'm still feeling pretty shitty at this point in time. I'm just like, I'll go, I'm tired, all that. And we get to a conversation where it's so interesting. People, relatives tend to be very awkward when avoiding conversations of, well, what are you up to these days? Because I'm not a minister anymore, so it's kind of, you know, they're, they're, they, they don't, uh, they don't want to ask the question of like, what happened kind of thing. But they know what happened or they don't, don't want to? I, I don't know. 
extent. I, mean, okay. I think it varies on the levels of knowledge or, or even interest. Got it. But, okay. Uh, yeah, regardless, so I they think try most, and bring up like, know. what's the four one one without asking you? Like, just like, hey, so. Well, no, I mean, they t- they tend to be pretty respectful on both sides of the family when it comes to not being not being too obvious about their, yeah. their curiosity. But they'll be like, and, and if I do bring it up. A lot of times, like when I was in Florida, they would be they would say something to the extent of, "Are you sure you want to talk about this kind of thing?" Okay. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't be bringing it up. Yeah, <laughs> and so totally not related to the conversation that I had yeah. with a, a distant re- relatives on my mom's side. Uh, we refer to them, I guess. The kids refer to them as, as uncle and aunt, um, but. It, we gotten on the topic of seminary or something like that, and I brought up the fact that I'd gone to seminary with. Uh, oh, we were for whatever reason Wiccan, the the religion of Wiccan oh, had come yeah, up, okay. and it was like, and I'm like, yeah, that's a that's a kind of interesting, odd, naturey religion. I I went to school at seminary with a couple of Wiccans, and mm-hmm. I didn't really understand what they were talking about. And then they're like, you went to sc- wait, you, you went to... I, I you, didn't understand what they were talking about. You went to school with Wiccans? I'm like, yeah, I went to all, uh, school. One of my, one of the, uh, one of my best friends was, was an atheist. Yeah. He's like, an atheist? And then, and then... They're I, thinking these are like, thi- Oh my so, God, what so have I like, done? I opened the door. Politics they, they and religions. Terms, Don't fucking open the door. They've heard the terms like Wiccan and atheist, but they only exist in fairy tales. No, no, no. Them. It's that they're, they're, they're the enemy. They're they're, oh, they're the opposition okay. because these got are good it, Christians. Got it, got here. Okay. This is the, the standard good, textbook. The, the, the good Christian. Christian side of my okay. family, the conservative evangelical type okay. attitudes. And I was just like, ah, shit! I opened the door, and and it's <laughs> like I was not in the mood. You know, I've, I've mentioned that my tolerance for bullshit sort of has, has lowered over the years. Oh yeah, and absolutely. so I was tired too, and still still sick and, and pretty exhausted. And I said something, and I was and. They said something like, so he went to seminary to study the enemy or something like that. I'm like, no, no. He's one of the best people that I know. And what I wanted to say is he's actually better than probably 95% of the Christians <laughs> that I know. And I went to fucking seminary. <laughs> like, he's probably, yeah. he's, he's better than pretty much every Christian, self-professed Christian out there. I didn't go that far, but I, I in my head, but you were I was thinking like, bad. like, I love my Christian brethren. They they are my brethren, and but at the same time, it just it it frustrates me, and I I that they could view people who they've never had a conversation with as the enemy because that's just what they've been told by their pastor, by their news, yeah. or by whatever. And it's just like no, if I have the opportunity to confront that that mythology that like atheists are actually bad people and evil people who want to just destroy <laughs> Christianity, I'm gonna say no. I'm I'm so tired of people per- perceiving it that way, and it's like, yeah, I'm I am super Christian. I my life is grounded in my faith, but I'm not going to put up with bullshit from people who act in anti-Christian ways and then say that what they're doing is Christian. Yeah, I, I've reached that threshold. That's part of the reason what got me to seminary in the first place. It was just the hypocrisy of people who claiming to be claim to be loving Christians, then just shitting all over everyone else. <laughs> I remember my one of my the funniest things that I heard you say one time. This is kind of a, a sidestep, but when I asked you once, like, "Ricks, what's the 
scariest thing you've ever done and you're like moving to New York City or something. Or I asked you some, or yeah, I maybe said the same question right. but in a different way. Yeah. And you're like, oh, moving to New York City was the most frightening experience I've ever had in my entire life. And then I stopped and I thought about it. I was like, oh, that would totally be super scary. Back for in Riggs. the day, absolutely. At that at that cornerstone of my life, I still look back. Absolutely, that was one of the most terrifying. I remember visiting you, and we'd be like walking around and stuff. And I'd be like, I still can't believe like Ricks actually lives here. I never really thought about it that because it was so such a. Like, it was the exact that environment of being in a major city is the exact opposite of your personality and yeah. comfort zone and where you would choose to dwell like, it's so true though i would have never dreamed of living in a city yeah. back in high school and I, I don't think that was ever on the radar but dude i've always been kind of an anomaly i played college i played college ball i was a fantasy writer that published my fantasy oh books. yeah i went to seminary became a pastor uh I, you know, it's just all these sort of weird things that don't seem to go together. When is your... I studied black liberation theology. When is your Utah, book Utah coming out? Of, oh, Because, yeah. dude... Victor, I, Victor in Minnesota just started reading it. When I read that, I learned so much about you. Just, like, little things. Little things. I can't remember because it was, like, a year ago when I read it. But there were little things here and there when you would be telling stories. Like, uh, with college football and... Fiji and mm. just like the yeah. things here and there I tilted my head with a bit of inquisitiveness and was like hmm well this is interesting I did not I did not I was not aware of this very few people are my favorite one of my favorites is when you pretty much say yeah I stepped on the field at Drake uh and had my ass ass handed to me on a platter like just got knocked the fuck down and got the wind knocked out of me yeah I was yeah. like, welcome to Drake, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but then another guy stood up and was like, no, dude, you can't just, that's a, that's a, that's like a kick to the nuts type hit. That's not cool, bro. And someone stood up for you because you were the freshman and that guy thought it would be, it was okay to just blindside you. Yeah, I, I really need to look into. <sighs> or like when you, your night, midnight at Fiji, I think oh, you were yeah. like studying or just yeah. in your room and then the guys show up and like kidnap you quote unquote or something right or they took you in the car and like we're gonna go do something but then you did something else I think you're conflating stories I don't think so but <laughs> you don't think so it's only my life I don't know it was a year ago no I know and I, I do need to make I do need to make moves on that that's one of those things that I just keep procrastinating on and at this point in time it's been it's been a, a good year now right since since you guys started reading yeah we read it in August and it's, I'm thinking to myself, I'm I'm turning into one of those fucking procrastinating douchebag writers who never who write the material but never actually take the take the courage to actually start sending out inquiries to agents and stuff like that. Because it's all said. It's just a matter of me taking the initiative. Do it. I know. When you do it, I'll get a, I'll uh, I'll would I'll get you a beret. A beret? Yeah. I, you can get I picture you sitting, I picture you sitting like in the corner of an old building that where water leaks through when it's raining and you're smoking a cigarette, wearing a beret with a scarf over your uh, shoulder, your legs crossed. 
uh, you can be wearing skinny jeans, a V-neck sweater with only wearing the V-neck sweater, scruff, uh, and then next to you an ashtray filled with cigarettes, and you're just writing so, and pondering. So you turned me into an urban French man. No, just yeah, a little bit, but pretty much. You pretty much That's just a, painted one of those, one of those movies with the mimes. Yeah. Just, I wish I could use my words to visualize what I'm seeing right now. Well, I don't really have anything. I'm trying to think of something that I want to talk about, it's but I don't really have anything. Week, man. Game of Thrones, though. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Oh, yeah, and I was going to mention to you whether or not it was worth watching the... Oh, yeah, the let me know, because yet. I have eight... It's only eight episodes, was that correct? The season? It, it's worth watching it. It watching is? Season. Yeah, I mean, it's worth it. I'm not going to rave and say it's the best thing since sliced bread. All right, if you could score the season, what is this, like a 75%? So the ratings say that it's a great show, that it's it's higher ratings than The Walking Dead was in, in its third season. And I would I would rank it as... Okay. I would rank it as redundant. Okay. I mean, I would give it. I would give it a B for, for the addition of new components. The fact that it's so close to the apocalypse and they, there's still society. What about like excitement? More than The Walking Dead this season. Oh, of course. More excitement. Gosh, than Walking the Dead. season sucked. <laughs> season freaking sucked, dude. I am disappointed with The Walking Dead. But okay, I'll maybe check it out. Fast forward through a bunch of crap. You know, every time you do that, your microphone picks it up. I did. I'm just watching the spikes go up. We're doing we're doing Morse code with Victor's phone right now. We well, got to sign off for this. No. Um. <laughs> what a great sign. No. Yeah. I'm going to hit the button to stop recording. No! <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> 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 I fair so when that on South Park, they were like, Wiener, 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 Wiener. Yes, Game of Thrones in a couple days. So excited. It's going to open with the wall. It's going to open with the wall. Jon Snow shall vanquish the White Walkers. I'll be on, uh, working on Empire again on Tuesday. Nice! Yeah. Awesome. So hopefully, I'll probably have another, like, 5.30 a.m. call time, which that'll suck. But Get some good stories out of it, man. It, this is, you want to hear, this is, this is the story. Yeah, you show up at, like, 5 in the morning, 5.30. Uh, you wait, and you sit there for a couple hours. Uh, then you go on set, and you wait for another hour or so. Uh, and then you stand there. And they shoot a three-minute scene about 50 different times. And every 10 times they shoot it, they move the cameras, which takes about 20 minutes. Uh, so your day, you have like an eight- or ten-hour day sometimes, or even more, of standing around and doing nothing. That is, that's the day. You do nothing. Hmm. Sounds cathartic. It is, but you got to start somewhere. So... You don't know what the word cathartic means, do you? 
Because <laughs> you should not have responded the way that you responded. You know what? <laughs> Just like yes, <laughs> fucking a, Riggs. Got to make, got to make me look like this. That was so I'll, funny. Um, oh my goodness. I'll uh, look it up right now. It's a pretty simple word. Well, I'm sorry. They don't have the vocabulary that you do. I'm still learning what words are. I have my uh, cathartic. Providing psychological relief through the open expression of strong emotions. Causing catharsis. Crying is a cathartic release. So when you were saying... You did nothing. It was in the sense of, oh, well, you got an entire day to meditate to yourself. How cathartic. How how relaxing. How stress relieving. I was just about to say a and you sign off, and you off. fucked it all up by that comment. Cathartic. Ooh. I'll take it. Well, I don't really what's, have... what's your sign off? I didn't. I was. No, tell us your sign off. No, man. no, this will be cool. Look at this. It's <laughs> um. No, it. The moment passed. So I'll just have to use it for another time. Oh, I saw... I watched Interstellar again today in a part of yesterday. Such a great fucking movie. Oh, my God. And here's my sign-off. You ready for it? Don't say anything afterwards because it'll get fucked up. Okay. Are you sure? I'm done. Are you here? It's... I didn't realize... I I heard this... All right, all right, all right. No, 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 no. (laughs) I heard this before. I've heard it like just in random places and I think in like in a few tracks of like music and then I heard it in the movie and I was like oh man I need to know what what this is and it's a poem but over and over again they say do not go gently into the night or do not go gently into the dark night or something like that that good night yeah do not go I'm gonna look it up right now but I was like wow that's some powerful stuff that's one of those that I feel like I should memorize just because it's so beautiful the anticipation builds, and Victor sl- yeah. slows. No. Well, it's like that five, but that icon scrolling, so I got five bars or five circles. Remember oh, by the that? way, shout out to Protect Net Neutrality. Send an email to the FCC because there's some issues going on. Trying to private Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Do not go gentle into that good night. 